0: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. Julian De Stoop, sitting in for Dwayne Russell, who continues his European vacation. Big couple of hours coming up. Uh, Brisbane AFRW coach Craig Starsevich, Melbourne Victory goalkeeper Lydia Williams, SEN tennis expert Brett Phillips. Going to chat to Matt Short uh, in a second. Damian Oliver is also going to join us this hour. So finished at the Melbourne Cup Carnival. He's been on the hustings this morning promoting 1,000 guineas day at Caulfield on Saturday. So his last appearance at Caulfield where he's got so many great memories. We'll speak to Damien later on in this half now, but it's been a great 12 months for Matt Short uh, going beautifully again for the Vicks. He's about to link up with the Australians again, post the World Cup for a one day and T20 series. He joins us this afternoon. Hello, Matt. Hey,
1: Jules. How are you, mate?
0: Very good. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Uh, before we get stuck into that, let's get into the important things. You've announced your engagement. Uh, wedding, wedding plans are... Started discussions yet or on the back burner?
1: Uh, yeah, look very very minimal plans have um have been spoken about, but um yeah, we're not in any rush at all. We're just um yeah, pretty busy at the moment still and um yeah, we're probably looking for, you know, twelve months plus away, so yeah, we'll we'll wait and see what happens there.
0: What was more nerve wracking, uh walking out to bat for Australia for the first time or getting down on one knee, or if you did get down on one knee?
1: Yeah, definitely got down the knee, but no, I reckon a lot more nervous opening the batting for Australia, I think. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, the, the proposal was, was pretty easy compared to that.
0: Has it been for you, uh, Matt, watching on at this World Cup? I mean, a lot of people believe you, you could have been part of this squad, probably should have been part of the final squad. Um, I'm assuming you've been watching a lot of it. Has it been a little bit of mixed feelings for you?
1: Yeah, definitely been watching a, a fair bit. Yeah. Um, no, no no mixed feelings at all I was lucky enough to be in and around the squad um, for the one day series against India beforehand and, and even for the the two warm-up matches so just to be around the squad then in India was was unreal and sort of to see their preparation and, and whatnot was you know it was awesome to be around and um, yeah no hard feelings at all missing out um, you know obviously they're, they're a quality side and um, you know making the finals for a reason so um, no I'm just uh, yeah been been enjoying myself at Victoria and, and playing the games there, and then yeah, obviously looking forward to linking up again for the T Twenty series back in India.
0: When do you head over?
1: Um, heading over on Saturday, yeah. So I still got a few days to go, and uh, just putting the feet up at, at the moment up on the Gold Coast at my my fiance's mum and dad's, and um, get back into some training in a couple of days.
0: Absolutely. Beautiful. What a what a good place to be. Uh, just on the Vix, it has been it was a slow start in the Shield, slowly starting to turn things around. You got yourselves in a, a pretty good position uh, in the Marsh Cup, uh, the victory over Tassie by six wickets. You scored 81, not out. Yourself, how have you sort of viewed the start of the season, both from the forward, uh, from the Shield and also the Marsh Cup?
1: It's been a bit of a strange run. Um, yeah, obviously, a bit of a slow start in the Shield format there, but... Um you know, we always sort of look back to last season and I think we sort of came home with four or five wins in a row. So, um, yeah, well, at the same time, we're, we're still winning in the one-day format. So it's not like we're, you know, completely out of form or, um, you know, up, up shit creek, as they say. But, um, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, things are going pretty well. We, we um, obviously had a win against uh, New South Wales at the G and, um, you know, a tightish draw against um, Tasmania at the junction. So, yeah, hopefully... Um, you know, I think we've got two more games uh, left before the the big bash starts. So yeah, hopefully get a couple of wins there.
0: How are you finding the uh, captaincy of Will Sutherland?
1: Yeah, it's been good. We also got a, a nice taste of it last year. Um, you know, old Petey Hanskin was away with the Aussies. So um, yeah, he's 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 a natural leader. Um, you know, the boys he's got plenty of respect from. You know, his peers and um, obviously it's he's a young Still young, up and coming uh, player, so he's still, still learning. But obviously, he's got some older guys around him that, um, you know, put, putting their hands up and, and helping him out. So no, he's going to be going to be ripping for us.
0: You played the two one ODIs for Australia. You played five T20s. What was the the most important lesson, or what what did you learn the most from that? Ex- you know, the brief experience you've had so far at the international level.
1: Um, oh, look, I think just taking every game as as a normal game, like it's just a game of cricket. Um, yeah, it might be a higher level up, but you're there for a reason. And, you know, if I just keep playing my natural game, then, um, you know, that's what's got me there in the first place. So, um, yeah, if I just sort of stick to my guns and, um, take it as, as any other normal game, I think, um, that'll hold me in good stead. Did you feel
0: comfortable straight away at, at that level?
1: Um, oh, look, not, not necessarily. Um, you know, it's hard to sort of block out the not the extra pressure, but you know, you know you're playing for your country. That was that was pretty big for me. But um, walking into that environment, we played you know three games against South Africa. That that environment was unbelievable. Um, you know, it was nice to get around some of the older boys, and um, they got around me as well and made me feel really comfortable. So, um, and then to win the series like like we did over there was um, you know it was a cherry on top. It was a, an awesome series to be a part of, and um, yeah, definitely felt pretty comfortable within the squad. But yeah, definitely the nerves come out when, you, when you're out in the middle. We're speaking to Victorian
0: and Australia about a match short about to head off and link up with the Aussies for a one-day and T20 series in India post the World Cup. Obviously, they're both white ball games, but they're very different. Do you think at this stage you're more suited to the 50-over game or, or the 20-over game?
1: Uh, oh, it's hard to, hard to tell. I think my role at the top of the order in, in sort of those two formats are pretty similar. Um, you know, it's trying to get off to a fast start, you know, with only the two fielders out in the the power plays and um, and then almost going down a couple of gears and and just batting and batting time throughout the middle. So um, if I was to pick one, um, you know, maybe I've had more success in the T20 format in the last couple of years. But, um, yeah, the the one-day side of things is definitely something I'm still keen on on doing and um, keen on hopefully... Um, keeping these performances rolling.
0: It's always debated, Matt, that the future of the fifty-over game. And I think when the World Cup's on and we see this World Cup's had a lot of quality, we can see how good it can be. How do you? En- how much do you enjoy playing one-day cricket, or is it the, the least favourite of your formats? Where does it sort of sit in your mind?
1: Um, that's a tough question. I, I guess you know the way the one-day cricket's been played these days, it may as well be a T Twenty. With some of the scores and the or well, the scoring options that batsmen have now, and um, the kind of plans that go into it nowadays. So, you know, to to be honest, I think you know T Twenty and four day cricket would be at the top of my list. Um, you know, in terms of the future of not only my career but probably the way the sport's going is yeah, the T 20s obviously gains a lot of attention and attraction for players around the world, and um, and then just the tradition of four day cricket or red ball cricket in general. Um, you know. It's a tough one to to play all formats and um, you know try and pick one or two as your favourite.
0: What were you thinking the other night when, like, the rest of the country? I'm not sure how much you watched, given it was literally in the middle of the night. But I'm, I'm assuming you watched the highlights. Well, what were you thinking when you watched Glenn Maxwell do what he did?
1: <laughs> I only watched a bit our bowling in that game, but um, no, I woke up the next morning thinking it was a typo on the. On the Cricket Australia app, but um, <laughs> yeah, watching those highlights were unbelievable. I mean, we've all seen it in patches and maybe not to that extent, but um, yeah, to be honest, I'm, I'm not actually that surprised. You know, he, he's done things like that before. We, we all know he's a freak and um, that's why it's called The Big Show, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of us, were you, after the first couple of games that Australia played in the World Cup, were you concerned that this might not be a tournament where the team performs well?
1: Oh, look, I don't think so. Personally, I reckon i put it down to, to workloads and just, I reckon the lead-up, like, I, as I said earlier, I was involved in um, in a few games before the World Cup started and you could I could almost sense that the boys were a little bit tired and, and whatnot, um, you know, coming off such a lot of cricket, you know, over the last sort of 6, 12 months, um, you know, with a, an Indian series, um, Ashes, and then, you know, all the one days they played before in South Africa. Um so I it just took them a, a couple of games to get going again and um, sort of re-energise and just sort of find get back to their winning ways and like they did and um, now they're in the finals. I think you know they're obviously a, a big show to, to, to win the thing.
0: You mentioned the scores. There's been unbelievable scoring uh, in this World Cup. I don't know why anyone with young boy or girl would want to grow up and be a bowler in the uh, T20 or the or the one day format of the game. But has some of the scores, the regularity of over 400 or how easy teams have made chasing 300, 320 look
1: yeah it's a bit ridiculous sometimes um I think you can put that down sometimes over in India you can get some really flat wickets and some small and fast boundaries so um, I guess that helps as well but and then some other days you might come on and a completely different wicket one that's sort of doing everything spins everywhere and uh, you know teams are getting bowled out for under 100 so um, I guess one-day cricket, you can have you can have anything, especially over there when the conditions vary so much. And um, Yeah, I mean, certainly batsmen are being more aggressive at the top of the order and power hitters are coming in late and, and finishing off games well. But, um, yeah, it, wouldn't, it doesn't look like too much fun being a bowler over there at the moment.
0: Not at all. Uh, just a couple off our 40-wings tempered machine before I let you go. Now, I'm always afraid to ask these questions sometimes. We've got a couple coming through here uh, to ask you why you are called the Cape Weed Llama. The... <laughs> what the hell does that oh, mean?
1: God. The Cape Weed Llama, that is a great question. Um, I think that might come down to Zach Parry or um, Nick Barker, a couple of guys from I know through Schoolmate um, back in Ballarat Uh, where I grew up, but no, I I can't actually explain that for you, sorry.
0: Okay, and then now there's one from Uncle Brian. I don't know if it's literally your Uncle Brian, but uh, can you ask Matt when his moustache is meant to thicken up? It's pretty average growth for a country boy.
1: (laughs) Oh, these are some classic questions. Um, (laughs) Do you have an Uncle Brian? I don't, I don't. Mm -hmm. I've got a couple of mates called Brian, but um, (laughs) we're all Brian at the moment. But uh, No, I'm actually doing Movember. for those that want to jump on and donate, yeah, absolute, yeah, great cause. So, um, no, just sort of, yeah, it's a, it's a good question. I'm hoping it sort of thickens out in the next couple of days because there isn't much going on at the moment. Um,
0: <laughs> That's but, all right. Uh, we're
1: only what are we halfway through November, so I've still got a couple of weeks. to go. Plenty of time. I've got
0: more than half of the half of the uh half of the month <laughs> to go.
1: Yeah, no, I'll be right. Come the thirtieth, I'll be I'll be flying.
0: It'll be nice and bushy. Earth, that's right, exactly, exactly. Hey, Matt, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, good luck over there in India. Well, let's hope uh, you absolutely dominate uh, for the Aussies. Uh, good luck, and uh, we'll talk to you over the summer.
1: Thanks, mate. Appreciate it.
0: Great to have Matt Short on Victorian and Australia batter going to link up with the Aussies after this World Cup for a T20 and one-day series. Always dangerous asking those questions off the temper, but it seems like both were reasonably uh, accurate. So uh, thanks for your feedback. Send them through, and we'll ask them and hopefully you're not taking the mickey, and there's actually truth behind them. Uh, let's get to the break. And that was our cricket update, of course. Study business at Cricket Victoria, powered by RMIT. Visit melbournecricketeducation.com.au. Uh, the Melbourne Cup Carnival has wrapped up. So we've seen Damien Oliver for the last time at Flemington in a Melbourne Cup Carnival But on Saturday. Another great day's racing. It's Thousand Skinnies Day at Caulfield. Uh, Damien will be there, and he's going to join us on the other side of the break.